All right, so let me know if this feels familiar. You've got some people in your life, they feel like they've got it all figured out, and maybe you don't agree with them on everything, and you kind of just feel some silent judgment, and you feel like you're always just trying to explain yourself. You feel misunderstood, and almost like you're defending yourself, or defending your ideas, or defending your actions and the things you like to do, or you know things that you want in your life. It just doesn't seem to be working that well, and you're kind of always stuck in this over-explaining, but not really getting the results that you want. If that sounds like you, uh, stick around, because that's what this video is all about. So about a year ago, I made this video, and I'll put a link to it, and it was called The Deepness Divide, and Why People Might Not Get You. And it was this analogy with fish and birds, fish being deep thinkers, birds being sort of not really that deep of a thinker. And when, what happens when these birds and fish get together? And I had this whole analogy. So at the time when I made that video, I was going through some tough times with some key people in my life. I was having a lot of disagreements, I guess, and our conversations weren't going very, very well. And I had kind of made this analogy to kind of help explain this to me and why this might be happening. So over the last year since I've made that video, I've done a lot of growth, uh, I've learned a lot of things. I've done a lot of self-reflection. And I feel like I've kind of changed my mind on this topic a little bit. I'm going to start with an analogy here. And this is actually out of the Bible. And even if you're not a religious person, you'll still get something out of this because it's a great analogy. Uh, I believe it's in Matthew. Maybe you've heard it. It's the story of throwing your pearls to the pigs. So in this analogy, the pearls represent something that's valuable, something that's scarce. You know, you could make jewelry with these, these pearls or trade them for money or, you know, use them as money. And here's these pigs that come along. And pigs want certain things, but one of those things isn't pearls. They don't have any use for them. But you as a person that does find value in pearls, if you then give them to the pigs, the pigs aren't going to know what to do with those pearls. Um, they're either just going to like trample them and ignore them, uh, in which case, you know, you've just given away your valuable pearls and they don't even care. Or two, you know, they might actually try to eat the pearl or something and like wreck their teeth and now they're actually going to be angry. Let's say this pig breaks a tooth on your pearl, now it thinks that you've done this maliciously. So this whole analogy is basically if you have something valuable, it is up to you to kind of protect that thing and kind of realize who else might find this valuable and sort of share those things with those people, but you can't expect to share your valuable things with just anybody. Anyway, I love this analogy because it kind of uh, awakened my mind a bit on this whole deepness divide, fish and the birds thing. What I've realized over this past year is I have to be more careful with who I talk to. And that might sound obvious to some people. I think that certain people, they sort of intuitively know this. I wasn't one of them. I think there's a right time to have a deep discussion and a wrong time. And that's kind of what I've learned. And I think that that whole bird and fish analogy came out of me having conversations with people that I should never have had. And then I have the conversation, it goes poorly, and it's basically like the pearls and the pigs thing. I'm sitting around, what's wrong with this pig? When really it's kind of my fault for not recognizing that this pig is not gonna care. So how have I kind of 
address this in my life. I've become more selective with who I talk to. And I don't just talk with anybody that asks or anybody that prods. And especially, I try not to talk in a defensive way. If anybody ever gets me on the defensive, that's probably the wrong time to talk. I don't want to defend myself. I'm open to conversations with people, but if they're kind of like almost interrogating me, that's the first sign. Those are the people maybe I want to be a little leery of and maybe be a bit more guarded. So the second type of person or situation where I've been trying to stop kind of explaining or talking to these people deeply, let's say there's a family member and they just say something really dumb or something really illogical or something that you deem that is like easily correctable. In the past, I would have just pointed it out that, oh, actually that's not quite correct because of this reason and this reason and this reason. Um, but the problem is, is when people wrap their identities around some of these opinions, they can get pretty defensive pretty quick. And so one thing I've been trying to do is recognize when somebody is sort of throwing out one of these identity issues. I will often now, even if I think somebody is just blatantly wrong or you know, their logic isn't sound and I really want to point it out, or maybe somebody's just being insensitive and I want to tell them, you know, that's not very nice or <laughs> you should be careful saying that. If the person, if I don't think the person is prepared to hear it like that pearls and pig scenario, I just, I just won't say it. What are issues like that? Often things like politics get really wrapped up in people, people's identity or religion. And you know this is the case because is there really anything you can say to a Democrat right now that's going to make them not be a Democrat? Maybe if it was something very drastic, but extremely unlikely. Is there anything you could say to a, you know, a Christian or a Catholic or a Buddhist right now that's going to make them just say, you know what, actually, I'm going to reconsider this whole thing. I'm not a Buddhist anymore. It's, it's pretty unlikely. So I'm trying to recognize those situations for sure. Is this an identity issue? Then I'm going to save my energy. I'm not even going to bring it up because it's just going to be trouble. So something else I've recognized is it's the difference between informing people or answering questions. As I said, I'm really trying to cut back on the types of people that I have conversations with that I deem like a deep conversation. And I often won't just initiate it as much anymore. And that's what I would attribute as informing somebody. Oh, somebody says something and then I sort of jump in to inform them. Um, trying to limit that. The people that I will talk to, though, are, you know, maybe close relationships or people that ask me questions. So this is one trick I've noticed. Rather than just sort of blurting things out or, you know, informing people and then them getting defensive about some identity issue, I'll kind of just throw out a couple little tidbits at them and see if they're interested. If they're not, then I just stop. If they are interested, then we can continue. A lot of that video, that Deepness Divide video, I think came about from me not really following these rules and just sort of blurting things out and pointing out or giving people my ideas and assuming that they want to hear them or assuming they're interested, assuming this pig is super interested in the quality of my pearl here. Hey pig, check out my pearl, check out how cool it is. And the pig's like, ah, get away from me. I'm trying to remember this analogy. I'm trying to keep this close to me and really be observant and prudent about who I talk to. So there's another type of person I've been trying to avoid, and these are those people that are always kind of prodding you. I've had one or two narcissists in my life, 
And I noticed that those types of people do this. And I almost feel like sometimes their goal is to get a rise out of you. So they kind of poke you or prod you or kind of goad you into these conversations. It can sort of bring up some defensiveness, I've noticed, in me. So let's just say, I'm just going to make up an example. Somebody is super passionate about climate change. And a narcissist or somebody else who's just a kind of a confrontational individual might know that and then just throw out some comments about how it's, uh, you know, say like climate change is nonsense or just something to kind of get a rise out of that person. And now because that's a hot button topic, something that that person's passionate about, they sort of, you know, they get defensive and start defending it and explaining it and it kind of turns into this big thing. That's one thing I've been really trying to keep an eye out for is those types of people and I see this a lot. I actually just saw it recently the other day with a friend and I was like, you should just stop explaining. Do not explain yourself to this person because it's almost like narcissists, they need narcissistic supply. And you getting all worked up and defending yourself and it's almost like that's what feeds them. That's what I've started to think is they run off almost your negative energy. The fact If you're stressed, you're not doing well, it's like they like it and they want that. If those people start poking and prodding you, the best thing you can do is just not even respond. Don't explain. Don't justify. You just say, yeah, well, that's your opinion or, you know, I have my opinions, but I don't really want to get into it right now. Um, those people really don't like that. They really want you to get worked up and it's funny how they can almost get upset when you kind of blow them off that way, but I think with narcissists, you really got to be careful because that's sort of their end goal is to get you worked up and angry and stressed and anxious. And um, so it's a really good thing to practice is you don't have to explain yourself to those people. You know, you're a, a strong, whole person all by yourself. You don't need their opinion to tell you how you feel about yourself. You do not have to explain yourself just to make them understand you or like you more. I was listening to this uh, Seth Godin podcast recently and he said something and I wrote it down. Um, Bring what you make to the people that want it and shun the non-believers. And this basically sums up kind of what I'm saying here. If you have something that you think is valuable or something that you want to make or something that you want to say, there's going to be a key audience for you. You do not have to make everybody your audience. And the over-explaining thing comes out of that. If you bring something to somebody who is not your audience, you're gonna end up just talking too much, over-explaining, justifying, defending. And sometimes, you know, maybe that is worth it. Like, let's say you're married to somebody, you're in a romantic relationship, and you have got some issues that you have to work out. You have no choice but to work out this issue with this person. You know, there's two choices, break up or work it out. And in those cases, you're gonna have to do that. You're gonna have to put energy into that relationship and explain. But, you know, you're your neighbor down the street, that, that, that rude guy who like yells stuff at you when, when, you're, when you're walking by, that's not the guy that you have to have conversations with. You know, like that uncle at Thanksgiving dinner who throws out 
little subtle you know, jabs at you about issues that he knows that you're passionate about. That's not a guy that you have to talk to and explain yourself to. So that's what this video is. It's basically my realization that I don't have to explain myself to many people. There's a few key relationships in my life where I'm gonna have to explain and that's fine. But everybody else, I don't, I don't have to do that. I don't have to be explaining myself to everybody. And you know, it's a good feeling. It's okay to cut people out of your life. It's okay to not wanna to talk to certain people and just be like, you know what? I don't wanna to talk to you. <laughs> Maybe don't say it like that, but you know, somebody says, why are you doing this? Or how can you, or why, why do you wanna do that? And you can just say, cause I like it. I wanna do it. I, it's just something I like to do rather than try to like jump into this long moral justification. And that's something I used to do. And I'm really working on not doing that. Anyway, just a quick video on that, kind of a follow-up to my video I made a year ago and some new ideas I've had. If you have any questions or any other ideas for you know, future videos about things maybe you'd like to hear me talk about, leave me a comment. Otherwise, thanks, have a great day.